Hey, I had the chance to be interviewed on a friend of mine's Facebook live show, Dr. Brad Bellert. He is a uh, high performance coach. We talked about the money principles of the wealthy. I'm putting it here on the podcast because um, I thought you guys would enjoy the conversation. So check it out. Um, and yeah, let me know your thoughts. I thought it was, it was pretty fun. Good guy. All right, you guys know what time it is. Yes, we are back on another Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, Elite Performance with Dr. Brad. And I'm your host, Dr. Brad. If this is the first time that you are joining us, welcome. If you've joined us before, welcome back. And uh, this is the show where high-achieving men, all the fellas out there who are go-getters, high-performers out there making some stuff happen, this show is for you. And uh, this is the show where we help high-achieving men be able to succeed at work and win in life. How do we succeed at work without neglecting those things that mean so much to us? And so I'm your host, Dr. Brad, and I'm a performance coach for men, and that's exactly what I do, is I help high-achieving men perform at a high level in multiple areas of your life so that you can succeed at work without neglecting your personal life and fulfillment. And so this show, specifically this show, helps you do three things. Prioritize your faith, maximize and optimize your performance and productivity, and helps you gain clarity on your purpose. And so I'm going to give you this opportunity to like and share this information. Uh, right now, we are currently on Facebook, but we're also on my YouTube channel. All of this stuff is live. Technology is bananas because I don't know how it works, but I'm thankful for it. I'm in multiple places at one time. And so I say this every week, but here's what you can expect from this show. And here's why you would want to plug into this show. I'm all in to be able to help you. I'm all in to help you and see, I'm bald head. Like I, I've lost hair, I'm, I've been stubborn. I've bumped my head against the wall multiple times trying to force things to happen. And unfortunately, success came at too great of a cost for me. And so I've kind of figured out my formula of how to be able to succeed at a high level with what I do in my work as a physician, as a performance coach, as a you name it, doctor, husband, man of faith and so forth. And so my goal is to be able to move the needle the same way for you. And so you can expect on this show to hear multiple different topics. Sometimes it'll just be me. Sometimes it'll be a great guest like I have tonight, a good friend of mine, and we'll be introing him here in a little bit. But there is a simple formula that I like to follow. And that formula is this, information plus application equals transformation. I don't know a single person, if you're watching this, that doesn't want to change, progress, get better, improve. That's that transformation piece. And here's the deal. I'm going to show up every single time on this show to give you great information, education, all of the tactical stuff, the things that you need to do. But there's your part. That is the application. I do not want you to watch this show if you will not apply. As a matter of fact, I'm going to challenge you right now. If you just won't apply anything from this show, it's probably not for you. We'll just be real probably not for you. However, if you are high achieving and you're trying to get to that area, that place where you want to be in life and you're not quite there, I'm going to give you the app, the information. 
I need you to do the application and there will be transformation. All right, you guys. So every week I like to talk about something that's on my mind. However, I am stupid excited about something that I've got going on <clears throat> with a fantastic group of men. How many people and see, <laughs> I'm going to ask this question. It's not like a lot of people are just going to chime in right now. But you know what? I won't even ask the question. I'll just put it to you like this. If you are at a place right now where you're like, man, you know what? I'm just not as fulfilled as I would like to be. If you've ever been at a place or if you are currently at a place where you're like, man, like I've been able to generate some success. As a matter of fact, I'm doing pretty well in what I do right now. But how did I get to where I'm at right now? And I'm not nearly as fulfilled as I thought I would be. Or maybe there's some goals that you're trying to reach, but you just haven't gotten there. Uh, maybe success might be coming at too great of a cost. Maybe you're winning in one area of life, but you just may not be losing in those other areas of life that provide fulfillment, our family, our faith, you know, our physical health, those other things that sometimes we neglect. If you have been or are currently in that type of state, I'm going to challenge you because I've got something phenomenal for you and it's coming up and it's called the Elite Men Summit. I want you to write this down, the Elite Men Summit. I've been cooking this up in the kitchen for the last several weeks. It's been the biggest secret. It's been hard for me to not talk about this thing, but the Elite Men Summit is a summit of me interviewing 21 top-notch, high-performing individuals. I'm talking about CEOs, executives, pastors, business owners, um, millionaires, multimillionaires, you name it, I'm interviewing them. High-achieving guys who are going to be talking about how do they succeed with what they do and still be great men outside of work. I'm going to be talking about guys who live the same, who, who live it out. These are high achieving guys. I mean, guys, you know, multiple followers, all the stuff that a lot of us want. And they're talking about, you know what, man, they've been at a place where I was describing earlier and they found a way to be able to be massively fulfilled and still be massively successful. I remember at one point I thought in my life, I mean, one had to come at the cost of the other, right? Like, oh man, if I'm going to be successful, you know, I got to do it and I got to miss, I got to miss, you know, the games and I have to, I got to miss, you know, church and I've got to compromise my faith and I, all of this stuff. It couldn't be further from the truth because I found these men and, and they exist. And so I'm interviewing each one of these men on this summit and December 1st is when it launches. And all of this information is for free. It is for free. Yes, it is for free. It's crazy. And the amazing part about this is that many of these men that I'm interviewing will be giving you things for free, books, chapters of books, tools, kits, strategies on how you can be the absolute best man that you can possibly be. I cannot say this enough. This information is golden. I want you to think about where you are now. Just answer this question honestly. Just, just answer this question honestly. Am I really at where I want to be? I'm going to just be real. I need you to be very honest with yourself and ask, ask yourself this question. Just stop right now and just say, am I really where I want to be in life right now, in business or in life? And if your answer is yes, 
the summit's probably not for you. But if in any area of life you're thinking like, yeah, man, you know what? I know I can move the needle. I know there's a better me in there. The Elite Men Summit is for you. And so register. It started today. Registration for free started today. EliteMenSummit.com. EliteMenSummit.com. As a matter of fact, if you're watching this, this is in the show notes. You can, you can click up there. I've got it right there, EliteMenSummit.com. And the other thing is as soon as you register, they'll give you, you'll get all the information that you need to be able to, to, to plug into this summit. It's 21 days. You get a new interview dropped into your email every single day along with the gifts that they're going to be giving you for free. Christmas is coming early, just a few weeks early. <laughs> all right. So look, if you're trying to be the best man that you can possibly be, I believe we all have this vision, right? <clears throat> of who we want to be. And some of us, we're just not quite there yet, right? We might be right here. And so here's what I'm telling you. There's a gap there. My goal in life and part of my purpose and this summit is to help decrease the gap, is to help you decrease the gap between where you are right now and where you want to be and to be able to design your life. Let me just tell you, man, we wasn't just put on this earth to make money and pay bills. That's not what we were here for. So if you're talking about living life on a high level, being an elite man, somebody who is both successful and fulfilled, crushing it in multiple areas of life, go register right now, EliteMenSummit.com. And let me tell you, man, some of the guys that I'm interviewing on here, it is just ridiculous. <laughs> some of the guys I'm interviewing I mean, just to name a few, Anthony Trucks, Brian Bogert, Tommy Breedlove. I mean, these guys are phenomenal. They're performance coaches. They're speakers, authors, best-selling authors, New York Times best-selling authors, all kind of crazy stuff. It's been a blessing for me to meet these men. But more importantly, I got these men together for you to get the information that you need, like I talked about before, so that you can put that application in place and you can be the best man you can be. Here's what I believe. It was when we as men get it right, the world changes. I'm going to say that one more time. If we can get it right, if we can optimize our potential of what we were designed to be, I don't care how much you win in right now. If you're not in that lane of the thing that you were designed to crush in life, there is another level. And when we get it right, we change the world. Nothing against my sisters. I love, look, I love my wife. I love, I, I love the ladies. Like I, I, I you know, we, we wouldn't be here without you. However, I have a special, I have just had this special, you know, thing to just help men. Because again, I think if we can get it, we change the world. So I want you guys to go register elitemen.com. What's up, Reggie? I see you, man. I see you. Appreciate you hopping on. So Without further ado, look, I got my blood pumping right now. I got my man, Philip, waiting in the back. He's waiting to get started. I'm telling you. So, so today we're talking about money, man. We're talking about money. I love this. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with getting money. You just got to put it in the right perspective. And so I've got a good friend of mine who's going to be talking about that today. This is Mr. Philip Washington. Philip is currently the chief investment officer of Stonehill Wealth Management a registered investment advisory firm. He is the author of Retirement Investing 101 and host of the weekly business and investment podcast, hashtag Ask Philip. Uh, been blessed to be on his show. Philip has spent the last 14 years providing advice, guidance, and analysis to investment co uh, 
committees and individuals around the selection and management of their investment portfolios. Uh, he lives in Grand Prairie. He's got an amazing wife, Kelly, and his two young boys, Tate and Kellen. Without further ado, my man, Mr. Philip Washington. What's going on, man? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I, I, I was in the I was in the back just listening to you preach. I was like, man, I miss church on Sunday. So I made it up. You preaching? You know me, man. I get excited, man. I'm excited about this this summit because it's gonna be. Is I really think it's gonna move the needle for people, man. But uh, but tonight we're talking about wealth. Uh, I think you're the perfect person to have you on here. And just just to be real, I mean, like that's the thing. I like to have guys who I think embody. You know, part of what I talk about when I you know talk about elite performance or elite men, men who are you know. Uh, doing those three things, man. Um, you know, prioritize their faith. They're they're pursuing their purpose and they're and they're achieving at a high level in multiple areas of life. And so, I love your social media feed, man, because it's so. It's not just kind of always talking about one thing. I mean, I'm looking at you this morning, like, you know, you in the ring, like, you know, you know, doing like uh, martial arts. But then on the next picture, like you and the wife and the kids, y'all out to eat. So, I mean, I, I love the fact that it's not just all about business. You do well in business, but you've been able to find a way to succeed at work and win in life. So not only are we going to talk about specifically what you're an expert at, but you embody a lot of what we talk about whenever we have men on here who are elite men, man. So I appreciate that. But tell us how you got to do what you do now. I've seen you grow from whenever you were with another company to now having your own firm. So kind of tell us the story about how you got into doing what you do now. Yeah, man. So the the the, the short story is I, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you mm. know, because in high school after working at Best Buy um, for $7.25 an hour and having those boring shifts, I was like, I was like, man, I know what, I don't know what I want to do because my basketball career was, uh, I had become realistic. I was like, I'm not going to the league. I got to figure out my next step. And I was like, I know I also don't want to like work in a boring job all day for eight hours a day. Like that was super depressing to me, even at 16. And so I was like, I experimented entrepreneurship in, in high school, sold some stuff. And then in college, I was like, oh, okay. This, this dude, Robert Kiyosaki, he seems pretty smart. Let me read his book. So then read it and uh, I was like, okay, I don't know what I want to do for college, but I know I need to understand money. Cause you know, my thought was they were the professors, uh, they worked for an organization. So I really was not going to learn what I wanted to learn from them. And so I was like, but I can learn money. Cause you know, my dad, he's like an amazing man. You know, he's an elite man in his own right. Um, but I couldn't learn money from him because he didn't, you know, I can learn a lot of stuff from him, but not money. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna learn money. So I got a finance degree and I was like, wait a minute, I can like run a business um, and, uh, you know, help people with money. But if, if you know our world, the, the investment world, if you didn't go to like Harvard or wherever, like you're not, you're not going on the money manager side or the, or the hedge fund side. Like, so I went the other route, which is selling mutual funds and insurance products for years. And so you do that, you hit all the milestones that they give you, you know, built the clientele in, in San Antonio and relocated to Dallas. So I learned how to build a clientele. They didn't pay you a salary. You, it was all commission. Um, and that's where we met uh, when I was at Northwestern Mutual. That's right. 
ch- chasing doctors all over uh, <laughs> <laughs> all over Dallas. And, uh, and yeah, you're, you you are a UT grad too, and our UTSA grad too. And uh, uh, but I had all I had always known I wanted to do my own money management company, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it was like, I, like, and I, I'm so mad I can't find it because I wrote these goals down in like 2007. Like it was where I wanted to be in 2048, where I wanted to be in um, 2018. Wow. Yeah, it, I I cannot find that, but I but I read it so much that I I know what was on there. Um, but one of them was open up, you know, my own money management firm, not not sell the products. But do it right, and then you 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 know how it is because you preach this. I wrote it down, I committed it to memory, and then I and I just like, I just like forgot about it. Like mm. I didn't forget about it, but I was not looking at the paper, and I had, I don't want to say bought into the Kool Aid fully, but I was kind of doing so well at the at the company. I was like, well, maybe I should become a, you know, um, you know, franchisee or whatever, and stay this route. And I just remember like. It was like, um, it was like, like just, I don't know how to describe it, but my, uh, uh, I've always been relatively sensitive as a, as a man, you know, yeah. uh, as, a, as a boy, as a kid, you know, as a teenager, you're teased for it, but I've always been in tune with my emotions. And so I just started getting depressed mm. you know, and going into going in and for no reason. Right. Cause I was making like a lot of money. And this is usually getting depressed. Like you said, whenever you were, whenever you were with the other company. Yeah. And you're doing well, but yep. something just wasn't some some just wasn't aligning right. Right, yeah. My body was like, Phil, man, like you're you're going off course. And so, you know, long story short, I, I had a conversation with a close friend of mine, and he was like, "Say, you need to go open up your own company." You know, and I'm like, "This is my company. I paid the assistant salary. They don't pay me a salary." <laughs> but he said, "He said, can I limit what you make? Can you do what you want?" I was like, "No," you know what I'm saying. And so that's when I was like, "Ah, you know, I." I you know, I was upset with him for like a day or two. Then I was like, nah, he right, man. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah. why my body is is uh acting this way because because I told it, you know, I put you it told it the- something earlier before. You 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 put a belief in motion there that yeah. you, you were you, you were getting off track. You were getting off track from where you had already told the mind that you were supposed to be going. And even though you'd forgot about it, the subconscious didn't. That's what's crazy about it. Crazy, right. So, so short story, I ended up opening up Stonehill Wealth Management five years ago. Wow. Um, yeah. So today we're going to talk about, um, like we said, we're going to talk about the, you know, money principles of the wealthy, um, which, you know, we read books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I mean, it's so funny because a lot of the principles you, you, uh, you, you referenced just now is in Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Like you talk mm-hmm. about the professor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you've ever read Rich Dad Poor Dad, if you haven't, you're missing out. Um, it's just a great uh, money education book. But uh, you talk about the professor because his dad was a professor, but his dad was not his uh, his wealthy dad. His dad right. was not the dad that knew money. And I mean, the same thing for me, man. I, you know, I, I I learned later I couldn't go to my dad for wealth building advice. And I, my guess is that a lot of us are probably in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, the book for me was not Rich Dad Poor Dad that really started getting me to to think different. It was a book called um, The Millionaire Next Door. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, and you know that book because I remember whenever we connected, I, I talked about that book. Um, and without me reading that book, I mean, just something as simple as a budget, something as simple. And, and, and again, it's it's simple and it's fundamental, but it's so often overlooked. 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the that was the book for me that said, "Oh wow!" Like I didn't know that. Matter of fact, I got to tell a quick story. Um, I was in my fourth year of medical school, man, and we had a doctor who was a radiologist who was um, he he was teaching us how to read film. He was teaching us how to read X-rays. And I will never forget this, man. He said um, it was the first day of radiology uh, rotation. And he said, um, hey, listen, um, I'm going to give you guys some information. I'm never going to talk about it again. I will never forget this. He said, uh, I am financially independent. He said, and the reason I come and teach you guys how to read x-rays is because I want to. I like to do it. And so I come here and teach, but I don't have to do it. He said, I'm set up in a place where I come and do what I want when I want. And he said, and if you want to be like this in the future, I have Xerox copied the front of several books that you need to read. He said, I'm going to pass this out to everybody. Uh, I won't talk about it again anymore, but I needed to share that with you. And the rest of this rotation is going to be based on reading film. And I will never forget, man, he passed those out. It was literally a stapled, stapled sheets of paper of like, and like the Xerox copy weren't even like straight. It was all half crooked. But that first book was The Millionaire Next Door. Mm. And I got that book and I read that book during that rotation. And that book has changed my life ever since. So if there's not if, it, if there's anything that you can get already from this is a couple of things. Number one, Philip already told you, set the mind in place with, you know, putting in the subconscious what you want. And then two, become a reader, man. And you already gave you two books that that, that you could read to <laughs> to really change the needle. I'm going to stop talking because I want to hear about. No, that was good, though, man. And that was a blessing that he gave that to y'all at, at the at the right time. Right. And fourth year medical student, because that's I, you know. I think that's critical. So that was a blessing, man. Well, I mean, you and you know this, man. I mean, so many people think wealth building is these home runs. I mean, so many people think that it's just the home run. I mean, I even talk about this in my book. It's like the home run. Everybody just, you know, glorifies the home run, man. But but the singles is what scores the most runs in baseball, you know? Uh just getting on base. Matter of fact, I mean, the the walk is overlooked. <laughs> getting on base is overlooked because if you can get on base and kind of start hitting some singles, you'll start scoring. Um, and it's no different in, in terms of when it comes to wealth. Tell us how you see, what are the money principles of the wealth, man? Let's just kind of start diving into this thing because we talked a little bit about before we hopped online. There are some things that correlate a lot to some of the principles we talk about with elite performance uh, in terms of building wealth. Facts. Yeah. And th- these are stolen and it's like everything else in life. You know, your dad tells you things, and then you go through life and then you do what he tells you, what he doesn't tell you. And then you go back to what he told you. Uh, you're like, oh, he was right. Yeah. You know, same thing with money. It was a, it was, I call him an OG in finance. He said, Philip, it's three things that all you need to know about investing and building wealth is faith, patience, and discipline. That's mm. it. He said, everything else is noise. Ooh. And I was like, and I was like, man, whatever. This, this old guy doesn't know anything. The world has changed. You know, uh, 10 years later, I'm like faith, patience and discipline. Right. And and what he means is, you know, faith in the future. Right. You can't be successful in in anything um, without having a positive outcome in the future. Right. And there's a difference between like um, just completely um, 
uneducated faith, if that makes any sense, or mm-hmm. or faith that is, um, you know, not backed with anything, not right? Thing, right? You're like, you're like, I'm gonna sit in my office and I'm a hope and I'm a dream Oof. and I'm wealthy. No, no, no. That's that's not how faith works, right? Faith without works is dead. So mm. it's like it's like saying, okay, I, I'm I'm doing the right actions. So I've, I've, I've done the homework to have the right actions. Now I just got to believe, right? So mm. you gotta have that faith, um, in, whether it's investing or building your business or whatever, but the wealthy people that I meet, they, they say, all right, here's my plan for building wealth. I've researched the plan. I've rehearsed it right. Uh, it's built on solid principles. I got wise counsel. I got you know my coaches and my mentors and my peer group, like my mastermind group, which is what all those people are called. Got a good plan. Uh, my financial advisor, my CPA, right? You got a good team, and then uh, and then have faith, right? But then discipline, right? The discipline to stick with it, um, because um, there are lots of different ways to make money, you know. And I think everybody thinks that, um, oh, if I can just find the magic bullet, you know, uh, that that, you know, I call it the. Uh, you, you know, you know that what's that craze where everybody was doing lemon drops trying to lose weight and they would just do lemon drops all day. Yeah. Like, that's not sustainable. Like, you know, that's, that's, that's short term, short term thinking. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you gotta be disciplined and say, Hey, I want to, you know, um, I don't need a perfect process. I need a hard process as a matter of fact, but the hard process is the sustainable and none of them are perfect. Right. Warren Buffett made his money way different than Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, one of the wealthiest guys that I know in Cedar Hill, like, is uh, never went to college. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Trade. You know what I mean? And so, um, and and you know, from rich, from millionaire next door, like, that's a lot of millionaires. Oh man, yeah, yeah. whole bunch of them. Yeah. Um. So so discipline and then patience, right? Patience to just say, uh, I, I I love that Drake line. I use it all the time. Drake said, "Don't have nothing on me but time." You know, mm. I'm, always, I'm always thinking, hey, whenever I'm getting impatient, hey, just chill out, you know, and, 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 and you know, not that I'm competing with anybody, but the point is, you know, uh, it's just time, like just yeah. wait, executing, have faith, stay disciplined, be patient. I'm either die, which life insurance makes sure my family's going to be wealthy. Right. right? And, if, and if I don't die, I'm going to get it. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's a little plug right there. <laughs> If you ain't got life insurance, number one. <laughs> if you ain't got life insurance, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's gonna be. I might have a an, an, another friend of mine come on in and talk about that. But yeah, if you ain't got life insurance, that's a, that's a problem. Um, I want to talk about what are some common uh, mistakes or maybe ways of thinking that um, set up people for failure, or some things that just common mistakes that you're seeing if somebody's wanting to build wealth that e- either they're doing or they're not doing. Yeah, good, good question. I call it the big one is lotto ticket thinking, like which is happening a lot right now. And you kind of mentioned it earlier. You know, a, a lot of people, you know, want the gain without the pain, right? They want they want the money, and 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 what they don't realize is. Um, the quick money is the is the reason why most folks will always be broke. That there is no shortcut. Like it's hard work, you know. And and if you're ever listening to a pitch or a sales presentation, because everybody has these um, uh, investing courses right now, where they're like, "Oh, you know, I made money in the market, and you can too." And I'm like, "What well, you don't realize because 
I'm not going to call anybody out, but I'm in the world and I go to bloggers conferences. As a matter of fact, there's been some perpetrators on my podcast that I know their real story after the fact. Ooh. Not what it was, you know, but I'm not going to call them out. But my point, my point is um, there's people who will like make money in a short period of time and then say, oh, I earned these returns and I'm a millionaire. But when you dig deep, they didn't become a, they didn't, they, they didn't say I became a millionaire off of those trades in that period of time. What they said was I had these returns and then I became a millionaire. The way I became a millionaire was selling courses. <laughs> because people can get lucky in a short period of time making money in the market, right? Um, and, and, you know. It, it, I mean, it, look, this is good, man, because I think, so what you're talking about is, look, you can't really teach, you can't, be careful what you what you're buying and what you're doing. You know what what, what you're investing in because someone should not be teaching something that they haven't already done. And it sounds like what you're telling me is they got people out here saying, "Hey, man, buy my investment course about how to make a million dollars." They haven't made a million dollars investing. They made a million dollars selling courses. They really should be saying, "Let me show you how to be a millionaire selling courses of something I didn't do myself." Exactly, uh, and, and they perpetuate it by selling the. Because it is it, I can I could have made a lot more money selling people what they wanted to hear, right? Because I know what they want to hear, right? And I right. could I could charge a fee, get the money, tell them what they want to hear, and two years later they be you know they realize oh he was lying, but I've made the money. Like it because it's crazy. People like actually want you to tell them they want you to sell them that, but I'm super boring in my in my in my presentation on purpose because I want to weed out the crazy people. Like, <laughs> I love that. Like, Dang, this is boring. Yeah. I mean, it's no magic bullet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to get you a million dollars in a year. I'm, I'm more of like a, you're a financial planner. Like here's the process. I'm going to get you the routines to over time, get where you need to be. But there, I don't have any, I don't have any get rich kids, queens, quick, quick, uh, quick scenes. Go find somebody else if you want that. But um, you got a lot of people that are making a lot of money on the internet right now. So it and, and it's part of human nature, right? You, you got lotteries. You got a whole city that was built off the lot of ticket thinking, you know, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like, want to believe. And, mm-hmm. and my feel is the, 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 the quickest way to go from a poor mindset to a wealth mindset is understand that, like, you're going to work for it. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, don't, like, I don't even want the quick come up you know what i'm saying like i yeah. want to struggle because the quick come up is gonna hurt you you know what i'm saying yeah yeah for sure I don't know what i'm saying no 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 well well the 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 problem is that with the with the quick come up i don't know if you can truly appreciate it nor will you value it enough to keep it long enough <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's uh it's almost like uh you know somebody doing steroids it's not sustainable man right. i mean it's just not sustainable over time period. i mean it's gonna come at some sort of cost um the uh, you you mentioned a couple of things. You 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 mentioned the the principles and the routines and the actions. Let's get into some things that are going to help anybody watching this thing. I want to I want to talk some some tactics. What are what what are some things that we can do to ensure that we're on the right track? Or just some things that says, okay, well, um, look these these are some things that I mean that you just have to do some 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 time tested principles that are either going to help the men who are watching this know that I'm on the right track. Okay, cool. He's saying things that I'm already doing or that's going to be like no, we got to get some things in order. Um 
so yeah, but let's let's talk about some some stuff that we need to do. Yeah, so I I, I think first is you have to have a a goal, right? Okay. You, you and you have to have a meaningful goal. And if somebody were to set because a lot of people set goals and say I want a million dollars, but I don't know. I mean, do you, is that what you really want? You know what I mean? Like, and I and I think and I and I'm not. You didn't tell me to say this, and I'm I'm not just saying this. I I think one of the biggest blessings of, of me early on at 21 years old when I started selling mutual funds was the organization I was part of was a heavy coaching organization. I I had a coach, you know, from day one to when I left, which which took my um, natural God-given talent to, to have a vision. Yes. And allowed me to like aim it, right? A lot of, a lot of people are like, well, Philip, man, you like early on knew what you wanted to do and you were laser focused and started your own company like in your early 30s, which nobody does, white, black, whatever. Like nobody does that. And I was like, I was like, well, the, the blessing was, you know, it wasn't all me. It was these guys who kind of said, okay, here's your vision. Here's how to just fine tune it, right? Over time, just fine tune it, fine tune it. And I think, I think you have and if you don't have that, have a goal for sure. Like, and you can get better over time. But I think if you have a goal and you have coaches in your life to help, you know, guide you, like that's super important. Though. Yeah, quick because I'm we're gonna jump back to this goal. But you hit you hit a point. I mean, uh, dude, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now had it not been for coaches. <clears throat> um, one of the most gratifying things for me in life is to see my clients get to their goals or reach the level of fulfillment or whatever the case may be to help move the needle. Just talk real quick, man, about the value of coaching. You had it at an early age. Would you be where you are right now had that been had that not been set up in that company to just give you a coach right? or to bless you with a coach? I mean, just talk real quick about the value of coaching and give where you are right now. And, and, and it wasn't just a coach. It was an all-around coach because here's what I believe. I have a God-given ability um, to lock in on something and – I will move heaven and earth to achieve my goal, mm. right? It's a gift, like it's an unstoppable will, but it's a it's a curse when it's raw. And it's so, a burden. Yeah, so God gave me also coaches that said, Philip, you need to have goals for your family. You need to have goals for, you know, you need to, like you need to be just as, as, as excited about being a good husband as a good father. Mm. It's not natural. That's not natural. It's not. Me. You know what I'm saying? It's, um, and, and I still work at it. For sure. I mean, you as know? men, look, look, dude, as men, we trying to get it. I mean, it's just it, it's just part of our DNA. You yeah. mean, if you're a man, you out here, I mean, like, you will sometimes go at the expense of other stuff because mm -hmm. we could probably keep going. I mean, look, if it was up to me, I'd be up till two o'clock tonight, just keep on going, editing, doing whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I can. I mean, like, we have the capacity to. Now, it may not be healthy, but that's the thing is we'll do it at the expense of our health. We'll do it at the expense of the wife. We'll do it at the expense of relationships, you know, being a father and stuff like that. And so without the intention and specifically, if you're not in that, if you you know might be struggling in that place and somebody can't see where you are out of line in, in certain areas and can kind of help you course correct, it's going to be tough. So, no, I think I think coaching is good. But 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 somebody's trying to create some wealth. You mentioned you say first thing you got to do is you got to have a goal. And so. Uh, is this a is this a monetary goal? Is this a I mean like what? So so we're specific, specifically in wealth, right? So I'm always like think about the life you want, right? Um, so forget about money first. Like tell me in a in a perfect world, if money was not an option, 
Like, what are you doing every single day? How are you living life? What are your hobbies, right? What do you want to own? Uh, what do you want to do, right? Because then that kind of allows you to figure out how much all that costs. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of times it, don't, it doesn't cost as much as you think. Like, people think, oh, to be super happy, I got to have all this. I'm like, no, nah, maybe it's just a career change. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Maybe it's paying off debt, building a cash pile, and getting a career change, right? So, um, um, but figure that out, right? And then that allows us to stair step, okay? And, I, and I'm, I'm not even joking. Like 70% of the time, it's a career change. So we need mm. to the plan. It's prioritize eliminating debt to reduce expenses so you can take a leap, build up some cash, some liquid money. So it may, it may not mean putting all your money in a 401k plan because it's not going to do you any good 10 years from now if you have 200 grand in your 401k plan and you want to go do something, do something else, right? So we figure that out. And then we say, all right, now long-term goal is, you know, if, if, if I need 10,000 a month to be comfortable, right. I got a plan to make that in a business that makes me happy that I can work in for the rest of my life. But then I also just, when I get old and I may not be able to work, I need to have a pile of money or some rental properties or something that will be able to generate that income at some point in the future. Right. Whenever I get there, but I'm, I'm a big believer in like, and this may sound weird. I wrote a book about retirement investing one-on-one. Yeah. I don't like the idea of retirement. I love the idea of saying, okay, how much you got to make? Let's find a job that you love first. Oh, and man. Because there's no race to 65 at that point. You know no, no, it's not. And, and and like I've always struggled with this idea of retirement. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day. He's doing really well. His investments and everything is doing good. He's a physician. And we were talking. He was like, yeah, man, he's... I think around 46 or so. And he's like, uh, you know, I'm thinking about retiring at 50. You know, I, I think I'm going to be able to walk away from, from medicine then. And I was like, oh, cool. But like, what's like, what's next? <laughs> like, what, like, like, what, what, what are we doing? What's the goal? What's the mission? Right. Like, because if you wake up doing something that's on mission and serving other people every day, I really don't think I, I, I don't, I, I can't sit around, not because I need to be busy, but like, me not pouring into something or someone, I, I just, I, I, I don't see, I feel like that's one of the things that's going to fulfill us. You, you, you said something just a second ago, you said about 70% of people, it's really a career change. Talk about yeah. that just real quick. Yeah. And aside from the fact, I just made that number up, but it's my, <laughs> well, I mean, but no, no, I mean, you're saying 70% of the people that you're seeing of the people that you're helping. My, my point is, it's more than half the people that I that I talk to, like significantly more than half the people I talk to, are just in the wrong careers. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's you know, I mean, I know what it is. It it's a they didn't know what they wanted to do, and now they have a lifestyle that costs a certain amount of money. Ooh. And, and we're you know how you know at forty years old, you know what I'm saying? What are they going to do to make that amount of money? Yeah. Uh, and so they're stuck. You know, and so um, and 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 no, and the other wealth manager, a financial advisor, is talking about. Well, let's just focus for twenty five more years, you know, and then you'll be happy. And I'm like, that's depressing. Bro, that's <laughs> a long time to be in a place that you don't want to be. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, look, man. Okay, how do we get where you want to be in the next five to ten years? Like, let's talk about that because if you're not happy, you know what I'm saying. Like, like, like you. I love what I do. I think the only part about what I do that I don't like at this current moment which was very, a very intentional life design because most of what I do, I love. Only thing I don't like to do is compliance. I hate that. Oh I, yeah. Yeah. You know, 
Um, I've, I've minimized uh, to it at least as possible, but I like talking to clients, right? I like managing money. I love podcasting. Yes. And like uh, these yeah. are all things that you do. And this is what I was talking about before, fellas. I mean, just listen. My man saying he he doesn't have any part of his life that he doesn't love, and he designed it with intention. This is possible, man. Like this is for real possible. You could do what you love, and, and look, I, I'll be the first to say like I love medicine, but I have a passion for this right here. Like I got a passion for pouring into people on a different level like that. Like. I mean, it's just the reality. But if you're in that place where you're like, oh, man, what do I need to do to get out? Or I'm, I'm guessing these people are trying to build wealth, but they're just like, how fast can I get out of this thing? It's like you said, it's, it's normally a career change. So first thing I got to do is I got to have a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, once we've identified what the goal is, what what's the next principle? And then it's the plan, right? So it's the plan, which is why you want to get a team to help you with the plan. And and what I mean by a plan, a plan is dynamic, right? A plan is not a document you write, put in your, put in your desk, close it and then forget about it. Like it changes. Like a plan is all right. You know, these are the general actions I need to be taken to reach those goals, right? Save this amount of money over this period of time. Um, You know, I, I call it, uh, you know, be very pessimistic when you're planning. So I like to be a pessimist when I'm planning, mm-hmm. but an optimist when I'm executing. So when Ooh. you're building a plan, like, you know, be very pessimistic. Like, what's the worst case scenario? Like, you know, like, what's the worst case time frame? Am I okay with that? So you can be patient later, right? And 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 then once you got a worst case scenario plan, then you, you know, you're like, all right, here's my baseline. Now um, I free my energy and creativity up to say, how do I do this faster? You know what I'm saying? Like, here's the base level. All right, now I need to use my mastermind group, my, my my think time, my journal time to figure out how do I do this faster, right? How do I how do I beat, you know, how do I beat these goals, right? And um, and so it can it can, and, and that part may change every week, right? I, I got like a practice where every, I can't say I honestly do it every week, but at least three times a month, I'll like, and I stole this from somebody on the podcast. I'll say, oh, if it'll be somebody I admire, right? So let's say. You know, let's say I'm 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 super busy and I'm and I'm 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 like oh yeah I'm so busy I don't have time for this that and next and I'll be like uh what Barack Obama do you know what I'm saying like in 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 my same position to create more time for his family because he's like my north star for right never gonna be busier than Obama <laughs> you know what <laughs> what? <laughs> making decisions on countries and stuff uh, yeah man. I'll never be busier than him so if he were in my position. How does he get everything he needs to get done done? You know what I'm saying? So it forces me to like. Uh, well, 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 part of the question is the way you frame it, right? Is how can I get it done? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that I've, I've talked about many times before is if if you just is like, I'm too busy to do something. Well, then, you, of course, that's what you believe. But if you have a more solution based uh, mindset, you will ask the question, well, how can we get this done? You right. know what I'm saying? I was talking to a client recently. I probably frustrated him, but that's fine. That means I'm probably doing something good. But he would, he kept saying, like, I can't do that. And I just kept saying, well, how can we? And then he would come back and say, well, I just can't. I'd be like, yeah, but how can we, though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, but I would be like, no, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is, how can we? Right. Like because that. when you start asking that question, guess what? You'll start thinking about 
how it might be able to happen. And it's one of those, you know, old adages, seeking you shall find. But if you just stop seeking, the finding will certainly not happen. Creativity, man, especially once you like it. Like I've literally had clients sell their house. This may sound, matter of fact, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get a specific detail. <laughs> I had a couple of clients that were experts in what they, in, in the real estate industry, that make a decision on their home that I recommended. But I, I first had to get them to understand what they really wanted. You know what I'm saying? Then get them to uh, understand mm. that if they're on a current path, they're not going to end up on that way. Mm. And then, you know, once you, I call them, get them in the corner, right? To where they can't evade out. I'm like, okay, which way do you want to go? You only got two options, right? You choose, but you got to be intentional about it, right? So, Plan A does this, Plan B does this. You know, I know, I know what they're gonna pick because I already knew where I did the hard work, right? Right. And, and, the, and the solution was, yeah, this house you thought you wanted was not important relative to what you told me. You know, what I'm saying your other goals were right. And then after the fact, a year after, two, uh, eighteen months after, super happy, super happy. No more financial stress. Like in, in was, life. I was about to say, we'll get back to so far with goal and the second thing we plan on break out break down the plan here in a minute. But like, how how often do you see that people are making decisions on things that they thought they wanted in life? I mean, and it just and it just ends up being something that becomes a burden. You know, the car, the house, the whatever. It may have the money to, you know, or I guess what they may thought was the money, but like the the life that they thought they wanted ends up being the, the exact burden of why they may be in a place where they don't want to be wealth I mean, how often are you seeing that, man? It's a lot, man. It's a lot. And you know, the crazy part is, and this, in one of these examples, when they made that hard process, I think this is how God works, right? They made the hard decision to where life was volatile for six months, uncomfortable, but now they're in a bigger, better house, making more money without the bills, right? 18 months later, right? And I'm not right. saying... I'm not saying we knew that was going to happen, but I'm saying um, it almost always is the case that people are unhappy that they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing, especially like when it comes to money. Um, but I'm like, if you just take that first step, things will work it out. I mean, you, you got to go through the volatility. Like there's, like I said, everything is hard. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to go through that, 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 that pain period, but on the other side, like it's better. You yeah. know? And, I, yeah. and I feel like, I feel like for all of us, you know, I'm at, I'm, I'm at a relatively happy space in my life, but then there'll be a point where, you know, I want more for whatever that means. And I got to go through my 40 days in, in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, we hope it's 40, we hope we, and, and not, you know, 40 years, but, um, <laughs> but, um, so if we get back to this plan, there are things that I want the guys to understand. Uh, it's the boring stuff. So as you're starting to plan, what's what's the boring stuff that needs to happen? The daily the the daily stuff that that we often overlook for, for when it comes to wealth, the budgeting stuff like that. And what what are the, what, what what are those things? So it's definitely it's once you got the number of how much you need, which comes in the goal. Yep. All right, how much do I have? So that's the budgeting. What do I have coming in? Uh, what do I have going out? Right. What what can I what can I cut? Right. We do a we do an exercise that um, I'll, I'll shorten it up because I don't I don't I don't want to go too far on time. But it's I say break out your fixed expenses, so things that you have to pay or something shuts off or defaults. Let's write that out. 
and then let's have our discretionary because what that forced people to do is they're like, no, nah, we spend that much money on what? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and I'm and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you you, you do because this is how much you make. Here's your fixed. And they're like, we got four thousand extra. You know, I'm like, listen, I'm not here to judge you. I just want, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just want you to understand what you got. And I said, now, now, now here's the cool part. I personally believe you should take 20% of what you make and have a splurge account, right? It can be a, a family splurge account. Like me and my wife, she has a splurge account for herself that I don't touch or see. I have my own we, and we got a family one and we do, we, I, 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 all my Adidas gear comes from, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my splurge account. <laughs> right. Uh, but, but it gets it out of the system. You know what I'm saying? It's like psychological. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't, I, people approach a budget by saying a budget tells me what I can't spend. I'm like, no, it tells me what I can. Like we mm. can spend 20%. And if I figure out how to make more money, that 20% gets bigger. Right. But I try to, in my fixed, I, I want to keep my fixed to about 60%, you know, of what we make. And then we got 24, um, saving, investing, paying off debt. Right. Hold um, on, rewind, rewind. You said you want to save about, you said the fixed expenses. Say that again. So your fixed expenses, that's, that's like, um, you know, um, the bills, the yeah, mortgage, insurance, keep it to no more than 60. Right now, as you pay out bills, that number can be 40%, 50%. It could be smaller and you can either save more or add more to your splurge account. But I'm like, if, you know, initially try to, you know, get to 60% here, 20% splurge, which leaves 20% for paying off debt and saving and investing, right? That's that, that's the lens that I go through. And then that's when we had a hard conversation. They're like, oh, I like that. And then we do the numbers and they're like, well, man, it's more than 60%. Okay, well, cool. What can we, can, can we cut cable? You know what I'm saying? Can we get rid of something? Like, what do we got to do? Do we need more energy? Do we need to pay attention to energy? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's think about it, right? Dude, uh, dude, 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 hold on, hold on. So I'm I'm just curious again. My guess is you've got clients who are who make a lot of money. Let's just start there because wealth is not making a lot of money. Not at all, right? Do you see people? I mean, the percentage of the people who I think most people would say make a lot of money. Let's just say over six figures. Let's just let's just say that. I mean, there's probably people who are watching this over that, maybe under that, but let's just say it's over six figures. People who make that. How many of those people that you see when you start off as clients are doing what we're talking about here? They know what fixed expenses are. They know what discretionary income is. They've got a budget that they know what's coming in and what's going out. And after telling me <laughs> what percentage of them do that, just after doing that, how big is is this for their ability to create wealth? Yeah, I would probably, if I had a guess, say for sure less than five percent. But I wouldn't, you know, I like 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 the young kids say, no cap, probably one percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, not not many. I I do end up meeting clients that, you know, just are afraid to spend. Like I got I got a I met an attorney. She you know making three hundred. She got like three hundred in cash, no debt, right? But she just doesn't spend money. Yeah. She doesn't have a budget. You know what I'm saying? She just is super simple. And, and I run into that, believe it or not, I run into that more often than I run into somebody who actually intentionally has a budget, you know what I'm saying? And 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 does that. Philip, you know what I you know what I think about this as the budget, 
Bro, the budget is the chess pass. Bro, the, bro, the budget is the bounce pass. The budget is the, you know, you, 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 you're a San Antonio fan. You, you're San Antonio. You're San Antonio Spurs fan? Because I know you I, I, I respect Popovich and the Spurs. I'm a Rockets fan. Oh. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a Pop fan. Like, Pop is, like, all-time great coach. All-time great coach. And just look at his teams. I mean, let's talk about this because he had the he had the big fundamentalist on his, you know, like Tim Duncan. I I used to could not stand Tim Duncan. Being from Houston, and I went to college at U- University of Texas San Antonio. Like I could not stand the Spurs, but I had to respect them. But you're talking about the you're talking about mastering the fundamentals, man. That is such an absolute game change. And I feel like people, you know, they're looking at Steph Curry hitting all these threes, and it's like, bro. I get it, but there's like only one Steph Curry. Look at, I mean, look at the bounce pass, dude. Look at the layup. Like these are the fundamentals. And I remember my life changed so much when I read that book, The Man in Next Door, because I was like, what? And I never forget, like, soon as I read that book, I, I a friend of mine, I remember back then, used to be a financial planner here in Dallas. As a matter of fact, she she still is. Uh shout out to 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 Brandy. Man, gosh, Brandy, her, her last name was uh uh, is it Mickens? Yes. Yeah, I met her at the Ur- through the Urban League. She good people, dude. This was back in the day, bro. This was two thousand seven, two thousand six. I we reconnected with her because we went to high school with her, and my uh, a good friend of mine was like, "Yo, I went to SMU with Brandon." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, she financial advisor, dude." We connected. I was like, "Do you mind just coming in and like, do you mind if we just come in and say hi?" She brought us in this big office. I'm like, we don't deserve to be here. I'm still in med school. We living off loans. She's like, no, just come in. We sat down and we just made a budget. And bro, since then, our life has drastically changed. Like, you know, obviously we've done some more stuff, but like, I'm telling y'all, don't overlook what my man Philip is saying right now with this discretionary income. I mean, because you're telling me less than 5% of people are doing, I'm reading my title right here, doing the money principles of the wealthy. That's the money principle of the wealthy that you got to do. Facts, facts, and, and and the coop, and 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 because because if, if you don't do it, you know what I'm saying. What they say, if you, if, if if you're not trusted with a little, you won't be trusted with a lot. Like if you don't do it for your personal finances, and then you start a business, which is the which is the key to wealth, right? I mean, you, you mean you would be shocked at how many business owners like are wasting money, like don't have a clue what's on their expense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Report. Yeah, it's man. I mean, yeah. It, so you know, start because as you get more, you know what I'm saying. Like if you, as you get more, you're gonna waste more. You know what I'm saying. Like yeah. if you have lots of leakage. If you get leakage on a little come home budget, you're gonna have linkage on everything else that that you're blessed to have, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out here with money that could have a lot more, but they got leakage. Oof. So in that plan, you uh, they start doing some, some uh, some budgeting stuff. What are some other uh, you know just key principles during during, during the plan? You know, the budgeting is key because once we get the budget, we decide where the money is going. So once we got the twenty percent, right then we know, all right, cool. How much are we going to put towards debt, which is depending on how much debt they have, what type of debt they have, how much savings, which is depending on if they have reserves, what are their shorter term goals, do they want to change jobs? Like we go we go off the goals right and then invest is you know for for the for the long term so that that therapy is the third piece in essence execution 
Just yeah, so, so yeah, so goal, plan, and then execute, right? So execution is once we create what, what we're gonna do, then the execution is, hey, let's, for my clients at least, we're getting together two, three, four times a year to say, all right, how'd you do on, on that part? How'd you do on that part? How'd you do? And then, you know, we just continue to rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, because right. goals change, goals get achieved, priorities change. Uh, we adjust, but we just continue to execute, right? And that really, I mean, it's, it really is that simple. If, if you, if you get the, if you get those three parts right and you got a good team and you have faith, patience and discipline, like you, you become unstoppable. Like you can put that formula into anything you want to do. You know what I mean? And now it's just a matter of time. I mean, <laughs> like you said, once you, once you get this stuff in order, uh, you do the goal, the plan, and then you start, you know, executing. Now it's just a matter of, to me, that gives you more confidence with the faith and the patience and the discipline. Cause it's like, I think most of us would just, you want to know, Philip, I, I want to make sure I'm on the right track. Like I want to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. I, I think many of us know like, Hey, I'm not where I want to be right now, but I want to make sure that I get there. And as long as I, I have some confidence, know I'm on, I'm on the right track. And if I just keep doing what I'm doing, right, then we'll be good. Um, fact, but and that's part I might have missed. Like the, the the part of at least our process is we're in those meetings. We're always saying, "Here's your trajectory. You're on track to have this amount of money to reach these goals." Next time, hey, you're further ahead, or maybe you take a step back. But you always know the direction you're going, right? Um, and 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 by knowing, there's no surprises, and you got lots of time to course correct. You know what I mean? Which, which is why I said it becomes easy to get, you know, um, somebody to who's an expert in real estate to sell their home. You know what I'm saying? Like because right. they're very clear. I'm like, if you go this way, here's where you're gonna end up. If you go this way, we 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 modeled it out like math wise. Yeah. You're one, two, three, twenty, forty, fifty. Yeah, and you can start making decisions now that will affect where you'll be, you know, in, in the future, but. I can tell you one thing that you can't do is you can't just ignore this stuff, man. I mean, nothing's going to change if you're like, and I I look, I I can imagine some people and we've even done it to a certain degree. You know, my wife and I is just like, after a while, if you haven't looked at things and it's like got things caught up, you almost don't want to look at it because it's like a bad grade. Right. (laughs) So some people, I mean, why imagine will just neglect and be like, I just won't look at it and kind of just sweeping it under the rug, sweeping it under the rug. That's one thing you can definitely not do because that's not, I mean, you're not going to get anywhere doing that. I imagine you see clients do that too. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I can feel it, you know, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what the number is, but you know, something like a little less than 50, maybe probably 20, 25% um, of, of clients at some point um, just don't want to do reviews. Mm. I call them, I email them, they don't respond. I'm like, man, they got their head in the sand. But I, but I'm like, hey, when you hire me, you're gonna keep getting it until yeah. you email me and tell me, you know, take a hike. That's you know? right. Um, but but that's that's what I'm here for. I understand it. You know, nobody's perfect. We all got our own journey. That's um, right. That's I'm right. Here. I'm just here to. I say, look, when you hire me, I told you, I'm gonna be persistently, persistently annoying 
Uh, you get off track. I'm, I'm, fire me. I'm looking at I'm looking at Philip like Jesus, man. He's like, man, look, I'm gonna keep coming after you, man. I don't care how bad it is. You might keep trying to put your head in the sand. You you sinning with these finances. I'm gonna keep hitting you up on this email though. Like I ain't going nowhere. It's gonna no no mountain I can't climb up. You know none of none of that. Like uh, so no, that's good, man. Well, um, before we before we sign off, man. Uh, kind of a typical last question that I have people and then we'll, we'll share with them where they can, uh, where they can find you. And then I think you have an offer or something that you can, you can uh, offer the, the, the fellas here. Uh, say you got a guy on here, man. Uh, no, he hadn't looked at his finances in a while. And, and, and to really kind of backtrack, give some context. The reason why Philip is, is, is here talking today is because I believe in what I call the, the, the seven pillars of peak performance. And these are seven areas of your life that every decision you make, listen, to what I'm telling you, every decision that you make is going to fall into one of these pillars. I don't care what decision you're making. Either they will somehow directly or indirectly fall into one of these pillars in your life that we should be paying attention to. And it's your faith, your family, your health, your wealth. So that's what we're talking about today. Your career uh, or your calling. And then uh, there's kind of like personal interest and like hobby stuff like that. And so today we're talking about that wealth piece as a man that you need to be thinking about. Um, what if somebody's not where they want to be there? Um, what would you, what kind of, what, what's just the one single piece of advice that you would do to hopefully get them moving in the right direction? Well, man, hu- hu- humility, man. It's, it's, it, and it's tough. It's tough for men, but you know, I'll better explain it through a, example i just went through right so um covid gave us a lot of extra time and my homeboy from high school like he i always knew he was gonna fight but he like went to thailand became a muay thai fighter like he's like top american fighter top muay thai american fighter like in like in the u.s right he's he's top striker in the world well known huge instagram following i didn't know this you know he just he just my homie right you know what I'm saying? So, so um so we reconnect on Instagram and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, uh, my son's martial arts class closed down. Uh, so we need to, you know, do something, you know, we need to, uh, and he had just moved back from Thailand, just started his deal. So I'm like, cool, win-win. Like he needs clients. He's in San Antonio so we can do it virtually. I need to work out. My son needs to keep doing karate. So let's do virtual training. Right. So we, so we start doing it, but this like my, you know, this is my homie from high school. So, um, and and hey i'm out of shape you know because i'm about almost 160 and i was like 180 you know so i was out of shape uh and you know he's corrected me on how to like throw punches and kicks you know and as a man you're like i know how to punch but i don't know how to punch like compared to right you're right you you don't want it's that pride it's that pride that don't want to let you admit but my point in that is um my growth in um you know Muay Thai, Thai boxing is like not just him, but I competed in tournaments, won both of them, got the belt. Like I'm light years ahead of a lot of people because I submitted myself, you know what I'm saying, humbly um, to somebody who knew more than me. And I wow. grew up, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, I'm like, um, you know, you can you can continue to think you're gonna fix it on your own, but if you haven't, then that's the God, the universe way of saying, hey. Find somebody you trust. They ain't got to be perfect. Find somebody you trust that's, you know, um, has habits that you want to adopt. 
um, and then submit yourself to to them. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that's so massive, man. And really, that's just a that that's an overall life lesson. I mean, that's just you know, you 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 can't be too prideful to not you know learn and realize it's got other people in here that got to figure out in other areas of life more than you. And like, I, I get it, man. I mean, I. I was the worst of them. I didn't want to admit, you know what I'm saying? I was sitting here struggling as a husband, struggling at, in my faith, struggling as a, you know, a, you know, uh, a father. I didn't want to tell nobody. And for years, it was just ugly, ugly behind the scenes, you know, mm. because we ain't going to let nobody see it in front of the scene, which I get. I get it. But I love the fact that you said somebody you trust, because you, if it's somebody that you trust, you can have a genuine conversation, man. And that's where it started with me. Um, you know, shout out to my man, Sean Washington, ironically enough, who's a financial guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just remember thinking like, yo, like, I don't know the word. Like, I need to just, I remember I reached out to him. I was like, dude, I know that you know the word. Sean was no pastor. He was no deacon. He was, no, I just respected him for the kind of man he was. And I knew he knew the word. And so that was kind of when I first kind of really started kind of getting back on track. It was probably one of the best decisions I ever made. Mm. Um, because I had to just admit, like, I'm not where I want to be. You know what I mean? And I think if wherever you are right now, if it's not figured out, you need to have somebody that you can hopefully reach out. And look, I willingly say, man, reach out to me. You know, this is why we do this. You know, if, if I can't, if I can't help you, I'll point you in the right direction, but more than likely I'm going to point you to some content or something that at least at the very least, and that's the cool part about social media now, right? It's like, you don't have to have a mentor that's like right in front of you. Right. You can follow people, you know, glean information from them. Oftentimes, you ironically enough, you'd be surprised if you DM some of these people, they'll probably send you content or something, you know, something else because they want to see people win. They're normally teaching something that they either failed at in life and now figured it out or like you, you know, um, you know, have a passion for something that, uh, you know, early on has been doing it for a while. I want to see people win. So, no, I think that's phenomenal, man. Where uh, there's some, inf- speaking of content, there's some content that that you offer that um, is something that people can get some some great information from, man. Um, yeah, man. Tell us more about it. Yeah, so go to my website, StonehillWealthManagement.com. There's three things. You can either subscribe to my podcast. I got like 300 episodes about everything from money, Muay Thai and business. Um, but on the, on the front page, I, I just created this course about wealth building, you know, over 37, which is different, right? I think mid thirties is when you uh, start to be like, oh man, it's not a game, you know, uh, I got to do this. So I created a five day course um, of just, you know, basically a lot of the stuff that I learned over the years put into a short uh, course format and you can also download a copy of my book, a free PDF copy of my book, Retirement Investing One-on-One, on the same website. So StonehillWealthManagement.com, all that there for free. Um, check it out. Um, you, don't need, you don't need to talk to me to get any of it. It's there. Yeah. Dude, again, listen, fellas, this stuff is free. I've been knowing Philip for a long time. I know Philip is a man of integrity. I mean, it's not – this is not – I mean, this is going to be good information. I mean, <laughs> period. Go get this free information. He's got a course and a book that you literally can start reading. And you can, you'll probably be telling the same information we're talking about, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's book. Be like, yo, like I read, I read Philip Washington's book, start listening to the podcast, start getting education. So just go get this free stuff, man. I mean, like, really, like, this is free. This is why you do it. You want to see people win. I know you want to see people win. I know you're good people, man. So um, where can they find you, man? Man, you know, um, 
the outside of the website is I'm on LinkedIn, Philip Washington Jr. And then Instagram, uh, ask Philip. That's where I put, like you mentioned, a lot of my you want some of my Muay Thai fight highlights or my podcast clips. Or me, me and my wife like to do date night. She's a foodie. Uh, so we like to go visit different restaurants on her list a few times a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I it's entertaining, man. I saw those fights today. I was like, nah, I ain't fooling with I ain't I ain't fooling with Philip, man. He straight jab straight in the face one of them dudes. Dude, I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, okay. Uh <laughs> okay. Matter of fact, the restaurant y'all went to recently, uh, I think it was a deep element. I think my mom, my wife and I are gonna try to check out. Um yeah, yeah, one yeah. the one that's got the Obama uh, oh, uh yeah, true kitchen. Yeah, true kitchen. Yeah. yeah, so I think we're gonna check that out. I was like, oh, look, look Philip over here. I was like, I gotta go check that out. So, uh, so I follow you, man. I'll be checking you out. So, no, but look, I appreciate you being on, man. Thanks for pouring into us, man. I, I really, really do appreciate you. Uh, make sure you, like I said, get the free information he's got, and his podcast is just full of phenomenal information and great guests. So, uh, thanks for being on, Philip. Thanks, man. Thanks for being on Elite Performance. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you. All right, you guys, listen, it's the end of another show. Uh, make sure you like and share this information with somebody. Do not keep this information with you. Make sure you bless someone. And by the way, that's just a good principle to live for in life. You know, by the way, we're getting all this wealth. It ain't for you just to be sitting there and living on high. It's for you to be able to bless other people. So the same thing with this content. If it bless you, it probably is going to bless somebody else. So make sure you share this information. And again, I'm going to be, y'all going to be, y'all going to get annoyed with me talking about this Elite Men Summit because every single day for the next two weeks, I'm going to be talking about it. Make sure you register EliteMensSummit.com. And uh, I'm telling you, it's going to blow your socks off in terms of the, the great content and the caliber of people that we have on these interviews. So we'll see you guys next week. Again, Dr. Brad signing off, helping each and every one of you men go from excellent to elite. We'll see you guys later. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.